This is the Andy Social Podcast. My name is Andy. You might know me from a band called Lord. Um, no, that's not the Lord with the E on the end. And it's not the one with the I on the end. Well, of course it's not, because then that would be Lordy, not Lord. Anyway, um, we're also not a Christian heavy metal band. We're just a heavy metal band, just plain old heavy metal. So uh, you can – I don't even know where I'm going with this. I was trying to introduce myself and, and yeah, failed miserably. Moving along, this week's guest I present to you all – is Travis New. Now, Travis, I've known for quite a few years and is probably one of the most sought-after guitar players in the Australian rock and country scenes. Um, He's really, really in demand and has played with amazing players for quite a number of years and uh, probably most known at the moment for his work with My Sex, um, who are this legendary Australian rock band from the 80s, and Steve Balby of Noiseworks fame fronts them. So he spends a lot of time doing stuff with, uh, with Steve and My Sex, but he's also done a lot of other stuff with many, many other uh, artists. Um, I saw some stuff not too long ago that he did uh, some session uh, touring with Bonnie M. Is it Bonnie M or is it Bonnie M? <sighs> so... If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you'll know by now that my pronunciation of words and names and places and whatever is not crash hot. So let's just say it's Bonnie M. Um, he's also done a lot of stuff in the country music scene, uh, working with Jasmine Ray and a whole bunch of others. I know nothing about country music, but we speak about this quite a bit. And actually, while it's on my mind, um, we talk about bro country. Now, apparently, that's a genre. It's a subgenre of country, and I would be putting a sample of bro country in the show notes over at andysocial.net. So if you haven't been exposed to this yet, you will be shortly. Well, that's if you go over to andysocial.net and check out the show notes. If you don't, then you'll miss out. Trust me. So we caught up at Coogee Bay, and uh, it was a beautiful Saturday morning. Uh, The sun was out, and we... Slammed a couple of coffees and uh, sat on the steps on Coogee Bay Beach and just uh, shot the ship for about an hour. And it was fantastic. I hadn't seen Travis for for quite some time, but um, he's been quite busy. And he just literally got back from Europe a couple of days earlier. So you're still uh, battling jet lag and whatnot. But uh, yeah, we talked we talked about music. We talked about um, all of his teaching. So he's also a guitar teacher or music teacher through JMC Academy in Sydney. So he's pretty much doing what he loves for a living. And balancing all that with a, a newborn baby that's uh, just about to hit one year old, and there's been a lot of uh, adjustments and challenges there. But um, he seems to be doing quite well, and um, yeah, very jealous of some of the things that he's achieved over the years. So it's really, really cool to to sit down and have a have a great chat. So enjoy this episode with Travis. Show notes over at andysocial.net. I'll give you some more info at the end of this episode. But please enjoy this chat with Travis. How you doing? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, good. It's not bad for a for a Saturday morning. Yeah, Saturday morning, Coogee Beach. Coogee Beach could be worse. We've got a we've got a pretty good view here. Ocean rolling in yeah. on a winter's morning. Lovely day. <laughs> <laughs> we've been talking for like the last hour or so. We've probably got nothing else to talk now about. Like, now, what are, what are we going to talk Do about we have now? To try and replicate this all again. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe you were sneakily recording before. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, a little yeah, recorder yeah. on my sleeve. Yeah, I was like, oh, he's got a little bug asking planted these, somewhere. Asking all these probing questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tell me about this. Tell me about that. Um, so, welcome back to Australia. Thank you, you mate. Just got Thank back, you. so you got a bit of jet lag. Yeah, a little bit of jet lag, and uh, first. Um, trip away with our baby with yep. a one-year-old so that was a a new flying experience 
and uh, new way to travel and be on holidays with the little guy. So, well, at least um, you got some experience lugging gear around. So yep. instead of a guitar and and all of your sort of music gear, now you got to carry. <laughs> you know, it was a porticot and Ugh. stroller and a ten kilo human little lump of human (laughs) (laughs) a little lump of flesh (laughs) well uh a 12 month delay but congratulations thank you mate so obviously life changes quite a bit having a having a little human yeah it sure does but you know it's uh it it's it is incredible and um there you go yeah i don't know it's uh (laughs) There you go, I'm speechless about That's it. Right. There you go. Oh, well, um, I don't know whether it'll ever happen to me, but um, from what I've been told, the reviews of having a kid, it seems to be pretty positive, so yeah. I'm sure it's still early days for you, 12 months yeah, in. Yeah, man, I, you know, I do, like, I love being a dad. It's, it's just great, and, you know, we were talking before about, you know, being a muso and a dad actually yeah. works out pretty well, you know, I get to spend the week you know at home with the little guy and spend lots of time with him and yep. um heaps of fun yeah you know? they're heaps of fun and it's just like never know what they're gonna do and just watching how they learn and you know they're really you know they're really kind of just in the moment kids you know, they're doing their thing it's crazy it. to they're, watch there's no <laughs> yeah there's no hesitation or worrying about whether they're gonna where they're being judged or whatever it's just like nothing I feel this and I'm going to do this and yeah. that's what it is and, and I'll I'm trying to walk and I stacked it 30 times but it's okay I'll I just, just keep get up it. and try again and, <laughs> and I'm happy and I'm stoked there's probably a yeah. lesson in that for everybody <laughs> yeah yeah you kind of watch like man I'd be getting pretty frustrated at this point <laughs> <laughs> don't give up don't yeah. give up um are you pretty lucky to be able to have that where you can be at home so often to like most people when they have kids like someone takes uh, leave from work or whatever for a couple of months and then they're yeah. back to the grind and then kid goes into daycare or whatever and there's just none of that sort of interaction yeah so we you know we're both more you know we don't have either like our parents are mine are four hours away and hers are overseas yeah. so it's uh we don't have that kind of support here, but, you know, so it's great. Like, my job being flexible and, you know, she took three months off, mm. um, which was good. And then, you know, we've just been... A- we've been lucky we've been able to balance it between us. And, yep. you know, I do my teaching gig, like, two days a week. So now that my wife's gone back full-time, we, you know, we have a nanny one day a week that yep. comes over... Um, and then the other six days is, cool. is us, you know, yeah. between us. So it's, it's great, you know, you get both his folks around a lot, yeah. you know. Yeah. And also a bit of interaction with someone else. Yeah. And the nanny brings her son around and they hang. and That's cool. Yeah. You know, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, you know. Good for development. It's yeah, good. Yeah. Um, your teaching stuff, are you at JMC? I am, yeah. So I always keep going to say JCM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. JCM 500. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I'm there two days a week and, pre- you know, it's it's awesome in there. It's um, pretty much what I'm doing is uh, I 
I'm in charge of sort of four ensembles a day, yep. sort of running rehearsals and, um, you know, taking the the student bands through their they they kind of get set different genres and tasks for yep. each unit that they do and kind of help pick tunes and yep. write out a bit of a rough chart and help them learn their parts. Yeah, and, right. Uh, all that sort of stuff and and just. Uh, you know, general rehearsal etiquette. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, educate them while while they're listening. Like, uh, get those good habits happening yeah. early. Are they predominantly younger people? Like, they're they in are, man. They're, they're mainly, um, you know, young young guys and and girls that have just finished high school. Yeah. Okay. So they're you know, eighteen to twenty five years old. Yep. Um, you know, and. And they come out and they get to go and hang out and play music That's cool. all day straight away. And it's, um, you know, they, they get a lot of uh, opportunity there. Like there's recording studios there yeah. that they've got full access to. That's cool. Uh, like, man, I would have, like, imagine that. Like when I was 18, yeah. I would have loved to have access to a proper working recording yeah. studio. Absolutely. On a, you know every day basically that you know they they can they can be in there doing that and writing and they're surrounded by musicians that's and, cool um and you know tutors and and lecturers there that are around to kind of help out and so what would be the next sort of step for for those guys after they've sort of finished their time there oh, i mean it's varied i guess there's all sorts yeah, of different things sort of you know i guess it depends what they want to go and do a lot of them go off and and do um uh, education degrees and yep. become teachers some yep. of them uh, you know put bands together and yep. write and take that path the yep. original yep. path some of them have dreams of being on reality TV shows oh, yeah. uh, and doing taking that path <laughs> uh, and then others you know they they do, you know they put together sort of corporate bands and you know anything that you know yeah. and then engineers yeah song there's songwriters like i guess that's the good thing about like the industry is that there's just so many different facets that you could be yeah. you, you could go down and you don't even have to just pick one you could pick a whole range of them yeah 100 percent. you know and like really the more the more feathers you can kind of have in your hat the easier yeah it is to to make a living out of doing music even absolutely if it's not just playing or recording or whatever you can you know if you can go and teach guitar or you can go and play in a variety of styles doing whatever you know just it just uh it opens up more opportunities than if you've got kind of one thing that you do and that's what you do yeah uh you know if you want to just if you want to be doing music as a for a living which yep. you know you can do that they're they're exposed to all of those different kind of avenues there yep. so they can get a bit of a taste of all of them and see which ones they're into and what yep. they can run with and absolutely that's cool it's like um i was chatting to uh steve bull of vice house uh-huh. and he's a teacher out of um uh the western sydney tafe out there and they've got a music uh, program that he runs and um, one of the things that we were talking about is 
how much the stereotypes have changed or are changing. So, you know, even for us, when we're growing up and you tell your parents or other adults and you say, oh, well, I want to I play music, and they're like, that's nice. Maybe just... Uh, Maybe just have something. Yeah, and what's your back? What's what? What, what's what else pl- you got planned? Yeah, that's right. Backup job. Make, yeah, make sure, <laughs> make sure that you're actually uh, getting yourself a job and and finishing school and everything like that. Yeah, and then you can do your little hobby on the side. You know, yeah. it's like oh, yeah. okay, radio. But um, but that's changing a lot more now because I think people understand that it's not just about oh, I want to be a rock star. Yeah. It's you know, there's so many different things that you could earn money in in the industry, and it's not just about. I mean, playing on stage is great, but there's so many other things that can be done. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, even if, you know, they've... It's it's also, you know, maybe they, they do the course and don't ever do music as a career. Yeah. But it's something you have, you know, and you can... They, they've studied it and they actually, you know, they get exposed to... You know, man, we've been in there and they they do a genre. It's kind of starts off, they do some blues and then they do kind of decades from the 60s and oh, they yeah. sort of do yeah, yeah. do that. And, you you know, I go, oh, well, do you really need to do that? Like, And they, they do ask that and then you put on like a Beatles record or yeah. some Stones, like, and you go, oh, so you guys have heard this and they're like, no. No, <laughs> uh, no I haven't. <laughs> and then you go, okay, this is good, yeah. you know. So they they get exposed to great records get, that have kind of got us to where we are now. That's it, you know. It's getting a bit cultured. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and they, and it kind of it can, you know, even if all they do when they leave is that they have a better appreciation for music and good music yeah, and then right. go out and look for good music and support yeah, good absolutely. music yeah. you know and go and see real bands yeah. and like they, they have they can you know find, find that you yeah, know absolutely. even if that's that's what they get out of it and by the time they leave they kind of go oh, okay well yeah, maybe I don't want to do it for a career but I know what I want to do and man I had a good time yeah, and yeah. I, you know that's cool. It could be, you know, and... Yeah. Well, it's, it's the glass half full look on it, really. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, but making the most of the of the opportunity to be exposed to that sort of stuff. And as you said, like, you could go through that whole period of time um, in that environment and never never go back to it again. But you can sure. still... There's a lot of great takeaways that you can have from your time. And, and skills as well that you learn, no doubt, of just working with people like social skills and oh, compromise um, and absolutely dealing with egos and <laughs> yep yeah 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 you, you play in a band right oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you yeah. think um do you think that you you've become a better muso from from teaching others yeah i it, yeah i definitely have because you have to you know, it's when when you have to explain it to somebody else, you really you really need to pull it apart and break it yeah. down to its um, most simple elements. Mm. And uh, you know, you take for take for granted sometimes. You know yeah. how far you've actually gotten, yeah. and you know you just kind of go through the motions. But you sort of when you actually have to pull it apart, 
man, you always find something new. <laughs> it's like, and I find, you know, I'm, I go there, man, I learn something. Yeah. Like teaching these guys, I actually find I probably learn just as much as they yeah. do. Like, you know, I've got to, you know, write the charts, figure the chord out, yeah. you know, have to maybe try and explain a drum part or notate a drum part yeah, yeah. out and explain what the kick pattern's doing and then <laughs> talk to the bass player about how their part links up with the drummer's part. And, and you probably never had to do that before. No, because no. I'm a guitar player. That's so right. I, you know, I'm more interested in what the hi-hats and the snare drum are doing. You that's know, that's right. kind of where, as a guitar player, you, you're kind of more focused on that part of the kit when you're listening to the other guys in the band and you know so all all of that stuff you know is it's i've had to uh you know really listen more you probably so i can explain it <laughs> you probably got a bit more respect now for your fellow musicians in your band or the bands that you play with it's a bit more of an understanding of where they sort of fit into the mix as, as yeah, opposed to and, you just doing your thing just a, and just a deeper understanding about how it all fits together like more than I've had before and yeah. and that's you know that, that's the other thing it's being playing music and being a musician you know you never man you never kind of learn it all and yeah. you never know it all yeah and it's it's awesome it's like you discover this new stuff and even just like i said just a deeper understanding of how working together as a band and how you you know when you see those bands we we're talking before you see those bands that that really just lock in yeah and they're like a machine you know it's just all for one one for all yeah and you know you see that and you and you go how does that why is it why like is that, that working why yeah. is that combination of people yeah why does that work and why is that so cool yeah uh they might not individually be the greatest players technically or virtuosic or whatever you, you yeah. want to say but as a unit it's just like it just works blow your mind yeah. and it just works and it's just this thing you know so it's uh and probably a lot of it would be i mean it's not just the tech uh, the technicality of people being able to play their instruments and understanding sort of the theory behind the music it's it's probably also like a mindset thing of just being a bit selfless and and as you as you said before like did you listen to the other people that you're playing with or are you listening to yourself yeah that sort of stuff totally and yeah. it's um you can yeah just you, you know being being part of like something like that where you you know you're not thinking about you yeah yeah that's right yeah <laughs> you know that's it's a hard thing to do sometimes yeah yeah <laughs> and and man it's just like being in that in that moment with a bunch of guys creating something that's you know and you're giving off some kind of energy and it's the exchange with the audience and all of that stuff you know there's nothing like it is there anyone I mean you play with a shitload of people over the years yeah and is there anyone in particular that sort of I guess ticks those boxes as far as someone who's just totally aware of of themselves but where they sit in in the mix with other band other band members or other musicians uh, you know that yeah there's been you know I've been really lucky and I've played with lots of great 
musicians and been in some awesome situations where you know everyone's pretty happening and kind of you know you've got each other's back but you know the guy one of the guys that I work with like he, he sings in my sex um, a guy called Steve Balby yep um, you know you know him from he's like bass player noise works yep. and he had the electric hippies yep. and all that stuff you know last year we got to do some shows playing his original stuff from his Black Rainbow record and you know he he the way he kind of leads his band you know anything can happen yeah um so you know it's not this like completely lighting cues are going to happen at 30 seconds and you're going to stand there and, we, and you know and we've learnt the record yeah, exactly yeah. how it is and yeah. it's timed and the show's going to be exactly this long that's mm. sort of it's not that you no. know it's uh he put he sort of puts the band together and and trusts that everyone there who is there is going to do their job and has that awareness of what each other are doing and um, and then as the front man and songwriter has the and he you know is a producer so he has this ability to kind of he can see the he's the picture. team captain yeah you know, absolutely so, and anything can happen yeah he, he might go well we're gonna we're gonna stretch this oh, this feels great let's keep it going yeah. and it goes and and you can you know, and you then then it starts to get really exciting. You yeah, know, it's like, well, where are we going to go? And you, there's this, you know, you really got to be listening and really got to be in it. And it's it's this heightened kind of, I don't know, it's a a different sort of experience, it's sort of flow state where you just sort of just, yeah. just completely lock in because you can't just. You can't just uh, check out and just go through the motions. No, because you'll just nah. you'll be left behind. Yeah, because yeah. it, it could anything could happen. Anyone could play. You don't know what's going to happen, so yeah. you really got to be aware and and listening and and as in the moment as possible. Yeah, absolutely. Thing, you know, and if you're sort of there thinking, well, I wonder how we're going to get out of this, or what's he going <laughs> to do next, like. You're probably going to trip yourself up yep. if you can, you know, if you can kind of just be in it and listen, yeah, and be a part of it. You know, it's, it, you know, it can all really fall apart and be a train wreck. But when it does work, and it's pretty it's, cool, you know, it's they're they're some of the just greatest moments I've had on stage playing. You know, when something happens and you just have it wasn't rehearsed and you you don't know it's, yeah it's just just, it just the cuff it just and, worked and don't and, try and replicate it again and it probably just, will never <laughs> happen again the same way you know yeah, and it's yeah. just you know that, that they're on the side of danger so a little bit fun. yeah yeah it's, it. it's exciting and dangerous because it might all fuck up yeah that's at it. any moment <laughs> and that's what makes it i mean we were saying this earlier as well yeah. it's like it's what makes it exciting to go and see someone perform is that you don't know what to expect and you're not going there just to just to hear a carbon copy of the original songs that were recorded however long ago you go in there to see whatever the interpretation of is of it is now and in that moment as you said like you could do two shows in a row consecutive nights and it could be completely different yeah hopefully yeah yeah that's yeah, right yeah. yeah and so it's just you go there with an element of surprise and 
and just not knowing what what's going to come of it. Yeah, right, and awesome. it's exciting. You yeah, know, you walk into it and you're like, man, this what's going to happen? That's cool. It's, um, you know, That's I really I really like that. But you know, in saying in doing that, you need to know the songs really well. So <laughs> That's you, right. At least you you've got a, that base. You do yeah. have a really kind of deep understanding about what it is, yeah. what the song is, and even not just technically and harmonically. It's like emotionally what the yeah, yeah what you what the song's trying to say and you know that's been a you know a big part of what i do and it is that that understanding of like when you know because i do play a lot of different styles you know yeah. you're in a country band or you know on a pop gig or something yeah. like that and go well what do i need to play like what what's going to serve the song the best yeah that's right you know what what should i play and how should i play it yeah yeah you know they're the they're the you know they're the kind of things you need that foundation first and then you can yeah you know and then you you, that's the stuff i go and see guys play and you know when they're really in it in that way and they're playing something that really just supports everyone else and uh you know in the moment and they're just coming at it from that right place it's that's pretty cool that man i love that you know (laughs) and it doesn't matter what style of music it is or you know yeah that it's that that's kind of universal to me you know if i go see a great band yeah i don't care what style it is it's it's great it's great it's that energy it's the energy thing that you you get from it um you mentioned before my sex how long have you been playing with those guys for It would, man, been probably five years now. Yeah. Five, yeah, just five, six years. Yeah, okay. Um, it was pretty much, yeah, just after they, just after they started to play shows again. Yeah. Um, yeah, Murray. How, how'd you get that gig? Yeah, Murray, the keyboard player, I met when I was studying music um, up in the northern rivers, like yep. Lismore and Byron Bay area. And uh, he produced a record for an original band um, that I played in up there, and I sort of met him through that, and ended up playing on other records that he pro- was producing for singers and yep. songwriters, and did a lot of that with him over the years. And then, uh, yeah, he sort of contacted me when they were starting to play again and asked if I'd be up for doing it. And, yeah, cool. You know, I was like course mate even just to you know i didn't actually know to be honest i only knew a few of the songs yeah really. like i yeah. knew but you don't care and mm. um computer games and blue day and i yeah. think that was about it and and then i got the got the list and i'd, I'd heard people and all of those i'd, I'd heard the songs yeah, before yeah. didn't know they were my sex yeah songs. well yeah um so you know it was it's a you know it's been fun man it's just a great kind of catalogue of of work and they're a, they're a really cool bunch of guys to yeah. hang out with and you'd definitely be the youngest out of the out yeah, of the yeah I'm <laughs> dropping the uh, average age um, <laughs> down quite a bit they're, they're uh, around my parents age those guys yeah <laughs> and they love it when I say that yeah right <laughs> But you've, I mean, a lot of the stuff you've been doing, you've sort of come in as the young gun for a lot of sort of, because you've done a fair bit of session sort of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, probably with, um, you know, I 
when I was up there, I played in a band called Wards Express as well. They're mm. like a blues band, yeah. and you know Ross. You know, once yeah. again, he's a yeah. a much older older guy, and yeah. you know, in and in that kind of thing, I've been really lucky because you wind up in these situations. It's like, man, I can how how lucky is this? Like, how much can I learn from this? Absolutely, yeah. Like the you're surrounded by experience and um and in that situation where you're in the band you know and uh, you know and probably especially when I was playing in that band he uh hey Dave, how you, doing, you know, I was the young trying to be hotshot guitar player and it's like you know hey man maybe you just want to play the song you know <laughs> and then I was like oh okay yeah right yeah. you know so yeah you have those those moments and you know I'm pretty gr- grateful to all of those guys that offered me advice and and helped me along the way you know when I moved to Sydney I played with a a girl named Danielle Blakey and she Peter Northcote was producing the record and Peter actually played acoustic guitar in the band I played electric guitar so man you know I've just landed in Sydney (laughs) and I'm in this situation with Peter Yeah. yeah and it was all, it was just like I couldn't have asked for a better introduction into the Absolutely. world of doing what I do down here That's than it. to be playing in a band with him. Yeah, you know, and he was you know super kind and very generous with uh, you know advice and and really helped me helped me out a lot. Did you um so when you're sort of living back up towards Byron yeah did you go up there were you there just because of family situation no, or did I've you go moved, there intentionally I moved for... up there to to go to Southern Cross yep. University yep. and um just and there's a guitar player up there that named Jim Kelly yeah uh who I went up there to study with you know yeah. and uh, yeah that's why I was up that's there that's cool yeah because I think a lot of um a lot of people traditionally when they're getting into music they'll just find same age like-minded people and they'll just try and slap something together and learn as they go yeah and you're all sort of learning at the same rate on the same level but i guess for you i mean you've leveraged off people that have been around for a, a period of time yeah and some longer than others and you've been able to get so much out of these people yeah so you've done i think you've done so much more than probably the average person yeah and i you know and i grew i'd I grew up listening to old music. <laughs> you know, like man, I love all the rock from the seventies. You know, yeah. that's yeah. you know that's that. My dad used to play that, and that was the stuff that made me want to play guitar like that. And he would have you know old blues records and and like uh, like Santana records, like the uh, the, the 70s yeah, yeah. Santana band yeah, cool. records and Zeppelin and nice. Uh, you know that that stuff and Cla- Clapton, like yep. all of, all of those sort of sort of guys were why I wanted to play guitar. You know, and yeah, that's cool. I so I, that just out of taste alone is why you yeah, gravitated. I, yeah, I think so. You know, and then more more recently, you know, it's kind of flipped around, and I've been in playing with guys that have been on those reality shows, and <laughs> you know, the pop gigs. You know, yeah. that are. What's that like, like? What's that like doing those things? Because it'd be... I always get the, the feeling that it's... Everything has to be so tight, slick, and also 
not fa- yeah, it's lack a, of a better word, a bit fabricated. Like it's it, it, it's kind of it's the opposite of the Steve Balby yeah, gig because yeah. yeah, they what they want is you know, and then you know, once again, I you know, I get there and I go well. It's not about me, and <laughs> and what can I do to make to support this artist yeah. and be and do the best job I yeah, can, you yeah. know? M- not really my bag, yeah. Re- maybe you yeah. know some yeah. some of it's like not my preferred style of music mm. to play, but it's like what do you do? You know, you're here, you're in the situation. Man, I'm really lucky that I get to play music for a living. So yeah. how can I? contribute yeah. the best way possible Absolutely. to it and you know and it is what and what it comes down to it's sort of the opposite of that really spontaneous in the moment thing and it, and it is it comes back to being the technician yeah, yeah. and and replicating the part if there is it even is a guitar part on the yeah. record sometimes there's not which is fun because then I go well if I played on what the can record I add to it? what would I have played yeah. and what can I add to add to this to you know that I think would help the song and be the right part and generally you'll wind up not playing a whole lot mm. but and you you operate as more of like a rhythm yep. section sort of yep. almost percussive funky sort of yep. guitar style in, in those situations but they're very different to what I kind of came up playing, which was yep. like blues and classic rock and yeah, stuff that's um, probably traditionally a bit more loose. Yeah, 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 you know, and and yeah, less, you know, and 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 really open, you know, yeah, with where right. these and even, you know, some of the country bands I play in, it's you know, it's showtime that yeah, stuff. Right. It's uh, you know, you walk on and the and the set is. You know, they know exactly what's going to happen and what they want, and that's great. It, yeah, yeah. It, it's entertainment. Yeah, that's you know? right. And it's not better or worse than the other thing. It's it's very different. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it re- it actually requires a different skill set. Absolutely. In a way, and, and a, in a way, like a really really disciplined approach to doing it because you you do have to play those parts that's yeah. what they want to hear yeah and uh and you know they they have those those records and the you know that they make in nashville with those producers yeah. man those guys that's that's their thing and they they make hit records and they carefully think about what the guitar parts are doing and when you play what and everything's there for a reason it's all it's all there you know and um i think here at least here in australia you know we don't have that many cities so you're not really playing consistently all you're you're not playing the same thing for a whole year so it's okay you know maybe if it was you were doing the the same show for two years it might be a different yeah yeah a different story and uh i imagine it would get a little you know it's like you kind of just start to go through the paces a little bit absolutely but you know for for the runs that i've done here it's been you know it's been fun doing that stuff you know make you a better player no doubt yeah you know it's the it is it's the discipline and you know and even to the point where you've got to like the right have the right sound you know it might not be a guitar tone that i instinctively kind of go for but 
it's something that needs to be there for the song like the song requires that yeah. thing so you know you have to search for that and go right well how do I make that sound what is that mm. you know is it a pedal is it how you come at the instrument is it yeah what is it you know so you kind of go down that rabbit hole a little bit <laughs> with those sort of things as well because you know it's it's about the discipline and the re- replication of the part that's on the record yeah that's the priority for their show that's yeah. their that's what the priority yeah. is and and the fans of that music that's what they that's what they come to see they don't really care about if we're gonna do a bit of improv yeah, or do a bit of you know there's gonna be extended guitar so they've probably if you know if there was extended guitar solos they'd probably leave yeah maybe you know that's not really <laughs> what they're there for they're there I want the to, chorus they're there, to, they're there to hear the songs <laughs> yeah that's you know? it that's it so yeah when I when I'm in those those worlds man it's just it's just all about the song and do you feel the pressure from it I I, I do yeah, yeah. I that, that's more stressful to me yeah. than not knowing what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's right. Knowing what's going to happen is yeah, because <laughs> it's like because I know exactly what I have to play. It's like it. if you fuck it up, there's no there's it's, no room it's no, for error. It's like well, you didn't play it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember years ago. I don't know if there was a if there was truth behind it, but I think it was like Prince's backing band or whatever. The whole band was told or something like that. If whenever they m- made a mistake, they were ducted pay. Yeah, and I, I th- I've heard this with a few big artists. We got some seagulls cutting yeah. sick in the background over there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know if, if there's truth with all of these bigger performers, but no doubt the pressure to ensure that they're replicating stuff and playing to that standard would be just immense. Be crazy the amount of pressure that you'd have, especially playing those massive shows, those arenas and everything as well. Yeah, and it, you know, like um, even to the point of the set running on time oh yeah you know for those big arenas they you know there's curfews and if the show runs over time and you know you can you're looking at tens of thousands of dollars in what in minutes yeah minutes of running over time you've got like staff that run these staff that are like working at these venues and you know potentially like if it's an outdoor show like a sound yeah issue with residents yeah, and yeah. you know all of this kind of stuff you know so it's um it's yeah. it you know it, there's all of this stuff you don't you know yeah you know, when you're learning to play guitar and <laughs> you don't you know, think about this stuff like, yeah man, I, I never thought about that <laughs> you know I, just, I was just like man i love the sound of that i want to do that i want to make that sound you know that's <laughs> that's kind of what it is and then you you get in these situations and it's like you know yeah, yeah. never did i think that that would be something that i'd be on stage considering uh <laughs> Who's the, just on that note, who's probably the most, what's the best way of wording this without making that person sound bad, but who's who's been the most demanding that you've worked with as far as, and not in a bad way, but just someone whose standards are so high, but also from a from the point of view of replicating and ensuring that, ensuring that sound is exactly what they're after? Oh, man. Um... Or you could just 
say who's been the most difficult to work with. If you could go down the <laughs> negative negative path, I was just trying to be diplomatic and and courteous. Fit. <laughs> it depends on whether you want to shit on yeah, anyone. It's <laughs> the you know the uh, uh, the one that you know that re- was the steepest learning curve for me. Yeah. That and was was when I started working uh, with Jasmine Ray. Yeah. She's a country artist. Um, when I got that gig, I'd never played a country gig before, yeah. ever. Yeah. Didn't really listen to country music. Like I kind of knew some Keith Urban stuff. Yeah. That was about mm. it. Mm. Um, you know, so that, and you know, and I'd never been in that world. So I kind of I was like, right, well, I've got to I need to figure this out. You know, and and I kind of went in there and you know did my rock thing, and they're yeah. like. Yeah, it's not really it. You know, it's it's more. You know, it's got to be. You know, I need. I you know, and it didn't. And it didn't work. Yeah, and I and I knew that. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't necessarily get said to me by anyone. Yeah, it it was just. I could. I kind of knew. I was like, yeah, this is not going to work. I need to. Yeah. I need to go back and have a listen to this thing and do a bit of, do a bit of homework, um, and. You know, and with with her gig, you know, it wasn't long after that that we were playing in arenas, like yeah, wow. opening for guys like Brooks and Dunn and Alan Jackson and Joe Nichols, like guys that are big, yeah, big yeah. country stars in America. Um, you know, so it was, you know, with thrown, I was completely in thrown the into the deep yeah. end and was in these situations yeah. going, right... You know, and everything needed to be the co- slick. The country scene for me, because I know nothing about it, but it just seems to be like this secret society. It's almost like the Freemasons <laughs> or something like that, where <laughs> they've just they've just created their own. It's an it's it's, it's, it's almost like a separate industry. It's it not is. even the music yeah, yeah. industry. It's just the country and western industry, and it's yeah. massive. And it, it, I think people forget or don't realise just how big it is. Yeah, it it is really big, and you know, coming into it from an outsider yeah. like I didn't sort of come up in that yeah. Tamworth world you know yeah. you know these yeah. guys start going to that festival young you yeah. know, and they yeah. start playing and doing the busking and yeah. they you know they all kind of know each other yeah. and sort of just and there's a, there's work so they just kind of live in that scene but these guys they man they all play everything you know yeah. they're, they're great rock players and yeah. blues players and you know, the, the the musicianship's really quite high. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, the, yeah, there's just... There's something about they, it. I just yeah, don't even know. It is. It's, you know, it, it's, a different, it's a different scene just because there's so much work and a lot of it isn't in major cities and yeah. these guys, man, they tour all year round and mm. they go everywhere, like... Man, I remember going to a place called Emerald or oh, yeah, Roma. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's like yeah. Queen, central Queensland. That's right. Yeah, it's you'd like, have no other reason to go there. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> turned up. I was like, man, I've never been there before. I had to look up on Google Maps where it was, you know, <laughs> and we end up there or, yeah, you know, Bernie in Tasmania is oh, yeah. somewhere I went once. You yeah. Know? It's like, <laughs> so they, you know, where. A, a, a pop like I said before like a pop artist or if you're doing an arena thing you know Sydney, Melbourne yep. Brisbane 
Adelaide, maybe Perth, yeah. maybe Auckland, yeah. and then you're done. Yeah. Um, you know, these guys are doing... Just anywhere there's a stage, yeah, really. And they do theatres all over the country, yeah. you know, so they, you know, and think it's like a insular world but they you know they just work all the time and they that's what they do I mean, and it's just a different work ethic compared to a lot of others like they're they're willing to go out to places that no one else will go to yeah and that's probably why know, their and success there's is a there. fan base out there yeah. that's um yeah you know their their uh, their demographic is in that rural yeah. kind of area and i guess i guess probably from a i mean not to stereotype just country music in general but probably a lot of their, their lyric content and even just musically makes more sense to people in rural areas sure, sure. so yeah, there's a yeah. bit more of a uh, a bit more of an appreciation because it's linked a bit closer to them rather yeah, than you know yeah. and it's that it's it, it is these days especially it's more and the reason i was able to kind of get in there and make it work was it it's definitely the modern country stuff is more inspired by like your Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers and Bruce Springsteen right, and okay. the Eagles, uh, Jackson Brown, 70s kind of West Coast country rock thing, you know, so, you know, and it is that Springsteen yeah. working class yeah, absolutely. kind of lyric yeah. content and story. People can identify with and it. They, and people, those, those people that you know out there like slogging it out on yeah. big properties and doing that kind of work yeah they identify with that stuff that's, yeah you know? that's why it's so successful i wonder if i mean you probably i don't know if you know but i wonder if so that whole country scene is is niched into so many subgenres like metal or rock where you've got so many different classifications of different types of of uh oh, yeah. subgenres i'm sure like there's be yeah. subgenres of country as well there, yeah there is there's like um the man the one that cracks me up is called bro country bro country have you heard that <laughs> <laughs> check that out yeah well it's I'll, like, find, uh, I'll find a video and I'll, I'll put it up on the on the page yeah it's like this kind of i don't even know how to explain it's like this hip hop influenced country rock wow. why not something. hey yeah it's, is it really like is it popular yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's know, a niche of people that get into it. It's like the um, the the at the moment that I think in in the US, it's like the real commercially wow successful kind of stream of country music, and then there's like the backlash against that the traditionalist oh, yeah. traditionalist <laughs> like, like the, the metal scene. <laughs> yeah, you know, and the, and the bluegrass guys, and, yeah, um, and then. So what was it, bro country? Bro country, bro yeah, country. Yeah, yeah, All right, yeah, I'll look that up. You know, but like, man, like we were talking about before, fuck, it's just, at the end of the day, it's music. Yeah. And there's going to be something in there. Yeah. There's, you know, whether some people will probably disagree with that, but, mm. you know, even the, you know, the cheesiest pop tune, there's, some, there's, there's something there's in something there, there where you go, man... That's cool. There's there's yeah. some some something in there that's yeah, cool. No, there's got to be, yeah, you know. Yeah. But whether you know, even I can I can kind of do that now. Am I going to go and buy all that stuff and listen to it? Probably not. <laughs> but you know, but you can appreciate. Lots it. of people do, yeah, and yeah. you know, someone's made someone's made it, and you know, that's their that's Bro their country. their kind of approach. And Incredible take on it. I love that. I was not <laughs> expecting that. That's perfect. Yeah. Bro country. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm keeping an eye on the time. 
But um, what's the next 12 months look like for you? Uh, next 12 months. Uh, so, this, so this month we're going, uh, what have we got? The Gimpy Muster. Also oh, yeah. country festivals. Yeah. They're called Musters. Musters, yeah. yeah I love that. Learn that yeah. one. It's, uh, <laughs> I was like, man, muster. What? What even is that? Do they still? T- <laughs> is is line dancing still a thing? Do they still? T- uh, it pops up in Tamworth. You know, yeah. that's the that's the traditionalist world, man. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, the pure, the, 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 the pure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, yeah. So the Gimpy Muster. I'm up there with Adam Brand. Yep. Okay. He's a, he, he's like definitely Springsteen yeah, kind of cool. school of of country. You yeah. know, he doesn't even kind of thing. His music's country. It's like that's just the genre he yeah, ended yeah, up in you know yeah. they're just his songs and really they they're, they're pretty you know american rock yeah based yeah, cool. so i got that coming up also playing with a guy called maddie cornell up there okay the bass player you sort of see him with he played with richard clapton and the baby okay. animals yeah, and cool. uh you know a whole bunch yep. of people sort of through his career um and then september yeah, you know, back with, with My Sex again, um, doing some more shows, like opening up with The Angels, which yeah, is cool. just, man, I love that. Yeah. Like, just, man, it's, we, we did some last year and just turning up and standing on the side of the stage and watching Rick and John Brewster do that. Yeah. No one does That's that cool. better yeah. than those guys. Yeah. And standing behind the stage and you know listening to those guys do it that's it for me you know probably any aussie guitar player yeah in the last you know since they were around would just it's like heaven man it's (laughs) like they do that thing together so well um and that you know Oh, got to get up and have a bit of a jam with them and oh, sort of do that and stand in between that happening and it's like a, one of those pinch yourself oh, moments yeah, for me absolutely. And, that's cool you know that was yeah that was one of those things that I was just like fuck am I really standing in is between this, Rick and John Brewster right now yeah <laughs> and playing an angel song I am with man you know yeah so is that a is that a tour that you're doing with yeah them? it's yeah. a it's a they've just got a a new book out that's yep. just been written about the band yep. um, by a guy called Bob Yates yep. who actually managed My Sex back in the day yeah well so there's that sort of the connection, connection yeah, between cool. the two bands mm. um, so it's a it's a bit of a run to support the support the uh, release of yep. the new book cool um so that yeah, that sort of runs September, October, and I think into maybe early November, just sort of weekend stuff. And there's a a cruise yep. in there, which is a music festival on a boat, which I've never done before, and I've go. never been on a cruise before. So that'll be there you wild. Go. Tick a few boxes. Yeah, yeah. It'll be, <laughs> it'll be something else. I'm not, not sure what to expect with that one, but we'll see how we go. Um, yeah, man, that, and then. Uh, I think that's kind of it, man. And then that's you it. know, being being dad and right. teaching at JMC and uh, keep keep your options open. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, man. And just, you know, hopefully, you know, maybe Steve will do do a show. Him and I might do another sort of kind of duo thing later yep. in the year. And yeah, man, just sort keep keep chipping away at it. You know, <laughs> that's the other thing. You in between all that stuff, you got to 
find time to keep working at your craft and yeah, yeah. you know keep your chops up and you know learn you know you always or at least you know I'd I'd to try and learn something new and get some new sort of ideas yeah. for you know solos and you know I one of one of the things I like to do is you know find like a a solo you know or something that I just just blows my mind and man i gotta know what that is like i just can't i, I get obsessed with stuff yeah, right, like that yeah yeah so you know i hear like a you know like a lucather thing you know yeah and fortunately i'm sort of at a point with my playing now where i might be half a chance of maybe getting it you know <laughs> you know that guy's such a motherfucker it's like it, it, I can slow it you know and there's programs where you can slow that stuff down it's never been easier uh, you know so yeah that man hopefully some more of that you know yeah. I, I, I love doing that just at home and figuring out what these guys that what, who I consider just great are doing and try and get some new ideas and you know improve your craft and all of that yeah, you're not you, you know. can't be in a possibly in a better position than what you're in now so it's um, well, yeah it's great yeah man very uh very lucky <laughs> very lucky to just be man how, how good's playing music you yeah know? like absolutely oh, can't beat it <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good way to end this one yeah yeah thanks man appreciate no, it bro. good to chat yeah likewise Thanks, everyone. If you want to reach out to Travis, I'm going to put all of his contact details over on the show notes over at antisocial.net, um, including all of the things that we spoke about, different bands that he's been a part of and artists that he mentioned. And uh, as mentioned at the start of the episode, I will put a, a little taste of what bro country is. I am blown away that such a subgenre exists. Well, I shouldn't be surprised because metal's pretty ridiculous with their subgenres and, and even rock, but... Um, who would have thought, hey? So go over to antisocial.net if you're interested or even slightly intrigued as to what the hell bro country is. You could probably guess what it would sound like, but um, yeah, you might be surprised. So go over there and check it out. Um, if you want to support this podcast, and as of the time of recordings, I haven't had any new iTunes reviews, guys. So if you want me to plug anything that you guys are up to, help me out, throw a review and a rating over on the uh, Andy Social iTunes page and uh, make sure you plug what you do and what you're into and whatever's going on. And I'll make sure I uh, make a mention on the podcast and uh, and reference you on the show notes of that episode as well. But uh, get over there. If you don't use iTunes, any of the podcast players or YouTube or even just via the website, if there's ways to like things, share things, comment on things, rate things, review things, whatever you can do to help will be a massive massive help to me and please let me know if you leave a review in a random spot on the internet because I'd love to be able to uh, return the favor and give you a shout out to make sure that uh, anything that you're passionate about is plugged through here so that's it for another week I'm keeping these outros and these intros as short as possible I'm trying I'm getting better I think I'm getting better so until next week thank you so much as always and uh, we'll speak very soon bye bye